0: Amen. I wear the mask so much, I almost forgot I had it on. Before I read the scripture today, I just feel inclined to say um, that my prayers and condolences go out to the Davis family as they mourn the Reverend Dr. Shirley Tucker Davis, who was a great inspiration to me and to my life in ministry. Um, All differences aside, love you, family. Let us go to the prayer. Go to the Word of God. Today's scripture comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, 1 through 8, and it reads, Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times they ought to pray and not to lose heart, saying, In a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man. There was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him saying, Give me legal protection from my opponent For a while he was unwilling, but afterward he said to himself, even though I do not fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. And the Lord said, hear what an unrighteous judge said. Now, will God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him, Day and night, and will he delay long over them? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Let us pray. Most gracious God, give us all that you have for us to have on this day. In Jesus' name, amen. And looking at this portion of Scripture, what we find is, uh, in the very beginning, it says this is a parable about how uh, we should pray. Uh, We should pray at all times. But then it starts to talk about this widow woman who is uh, going to this judge and uh, giving her petition and being ignored. And and, and initially in reading that, I I didn't see how they connected it. You know, I understood that a widow in those times was, was supposed to be protected. She was supposed to be granted justice. A judge was supposed to look out for this widow woman. I also understand that much like today, all judges weren't righteous, and, and those unrighteous judges seemed to ignore even the edicts that God had put on their position uh, and looking at this, 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 this walk through this lady's uh, time of life, where she is going and asking for the thing that the judge is supposed to give her, and being denied, and going and asking for a thing that the judge is supposed to give her, and being denied, and going to ask for a thing that the judge is supposed to give her and being denied. I, I begin to continue reading, and it says. But if, if this man who got tired of seeing this old this this widow woman uh, 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 comes and says she is getting on my nerves and she's going to wear me out. And quite frankly, I believe she will come forever. I'll just give her what she wants. If this this man that does not believe in God, that that really does not stand for justice, would 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 do this. Then how much quicker would a God that loves you, that cares for you. And that has given you the promise come to your aid. It's amazing as you continue to read in this chapter, uh, you, you find a contrast between God and be, uh, and, and, and those that believe in God and the, the unrighteous and those that do not. And what, what I, I often, uh, begin to look at is the how much more in the scripture. It says, how much more what would God bring about these things of these, this justice for you? How much more would God care for you? How much more would He come to your aid? How much more? It says He will bring about justice quickly for them. Uh, as you really look into that word, it, it actually doesn't mean that it will happen right now. It means that suddenly, sometimes when you least expect it, it will, will come to be in the time that, that is perfect, a time that is ordained. The problem that often we have is that... <laughs> we don't mind being persistent for a season. We don't mind asking for a season. We don't mind seeking God for a season. But when we get to our own expiration date, that day that if it doesn't happen by today, I just don't know if I believe this anymore. If it doesn't happen by today, it'll never happen. Once we get there, we seem to leave a, a, a God on that subject. We seem to walk away even from the promises that are before us. When it reaches our expiration date, we no longer have time for what God has for us in our lives. But much like this widow woman, I would plead with you to make the time to seek God at every turn the time to 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 pray, uh, even if you don't know exactly what you're supposed to be praying about, just make the time to spend with God. I I I I would 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 ask you to to make the time to fast, the time to to pray, the time to re- uh, throw your requests before God, the time to remind God of the promises that you feel as though He is putting your hands, the, the the time to show that you are committed to the things of God, the people of God in the purposes of God you see if we if we will make this time i believe that God will grant us the wisdom that God will grant us the knowledge that God would even grant us the opportunity not just to pray for justice but to stand for justice it is this time in private that that sometimes we skip and we see is insignificant it is this time when nobody can see us where it's just us and god that we sometimes skimp on on the, the 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 time that 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 god is asking for and i would say that it is this private time this time of prayer this time of fasting this time where you have devoted uh this Space within your day to, to, to be present and to, uh, seek God's wisdom and His grace and His mercy. There's this time where you are looking for direction, where you are looking for promise, where you are, are persistent and you're digging and you're seeking after God that you would find Him. It is this time in private that many of us, I've been guilty as well. See, pastors aren't supposed to tell you that. I've been guilty as well of, of, of not spending that time because my day just got long, not spending that time because I have so much on my plate to do, not spending that time because I just expect that God knows what's on my heart anyway, just not spending that time. But what I found is that private time, those, those places where nobody else sees, truly does fuel what they see in public. It is that private time that, that 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 drives you to act instead of just speak. It is that private time where you have spent the, the the time with God in such a way that 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 you see clearly the path that is before you, where you can see an opportunity when it approaches you when you can uh, uh, see uh, uh, a similar situation in your life that that you've just read in the word it is it is those times where those private moments begin to come public and you're able to stand for an individual that you would normally just talk about. You are able to, to 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 ask for things that you never thought you'd be confident enough to ask for, where, where you are actually able to live the gospel instead of just reading about it. It is those private times that begin to fuel your public walk. And if we would spend more time privately with God, I believe that people would see more of God publicly in us. In this portion of scripture, we have this widow woman who has come to this judge time and time and time and time and time again. And I believe, just like Pastor Elaine said in the uh, in the children's moment, that that um, <laughs> like Pastor Elaine said in the children's moment, that she prayed to God time and time and time and time and time again. But what you find in this portion of Scripture is that as she prayed, she also acted. As she, as she sought after God for the promise that had been given to her, she also went to the, the judge and, and, and put her petitions before him. As she 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 saw all the things around her uh, not look like they should look, she still walked in the, the promises of God. And I would say this. That if we truly believe that God is who God says that God is, if we truly believe that God is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother, if we truly believe that when we pray, God hears us and he runs to our aid, if we truly believe that God is faithful and just, if we truly believe all of these things that we say we believe, our actions should prove it. Our actions should show it. Our actions should should cause us to think and do things differently. Best example that I have right now, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. As he was giving one of his famous speeches, he said, uh, uh, I believe that one day I have a dream that one day my four little children will... Uh, One day that my four little children will be judged by the content of their character and not by the color of their skin. He said, one day, I believe that my four little children and your children will, will be judged by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. But while he's saying this, black people in America were still being persecuted. While he's saying this, they were still being hit with fire hoses and attacked by dogs while he was Saying this, uh, the world did not look like the speech that he was given. But it is documented that Dr. King often is found praying. It is documented that that his speeches mirrored uh, some of the prayers that he uttered. It is it is documented that he continued to stand for justice even when justice didn't stand for him. And what I'm saying is this: that if if Dr. King, who now is celebrated by all of America, Can stand and say, I believe the promises of God because what I am asking for is in the very scriptures that that I preach. And if if Dr. King can say, I believe in the justice of God so much that I know this is going to change and it's going to be different not only for my kids, but for your kids and for generations to go. If he can say all of those things in the midst of the controversy, in the midst of those hard times, in the midst of the storm, and continue to walk. And continue to believe and continue to do the things that he did in spite of the people of God. We ought to be able to see an injustice, be prayerful in our private life about that injustice and walk in the power of the belief and, and be faithful to the cause as we live our lives. We ought to be able to see a wrong thing. Pray to God about the resolution of that wrong thing. And then walk in in God's wisdom and in His grace towards that wrong thing, saying this has got to change. And as we are persistent in our time of private prayer, we must also be persistent in going to those those judges, to those, those places that we see injustice so much that eventually they say, look, These people are going to give me a black eye. They're going to ruin my reputation. They are never going to stop. So let's just do what's right because it is right. We have to believe so much that we walk every day in a reality that is kingdom-driven and not in a reality that is driven by the storms that we face, we have got to believe so much that we are willing to spend extra time with God because we know we need extra time in this world. God needs, uh, people need extra time with God in this world. We, we have to believe so much that we continue to walk even in the midst of trouble and storm. And when the wind blows us one way, we pray to God for redirection. When, when the lightning begins to flash, we don't cower in fear, but we pray to God because we know the promises of a clear horizon. When, 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 when all of the world seems to be against us and the justice that we seek is not just for us, that we continue to walk in spite of all the bruises that we may suffer. You see, as we begin this new Sermon series, Walking Out Our Faith in the World, I must tell you and I must remind you that this walk is not just what everybody else sees, but it is very much what you do in private. This walk is not just about uh, all the things that sparkle and glitter for people to give you praise and worship you, but it is also about those hard places that you give praise to God For, uh, and that you seek God for answers to. It it is, this walk of faith is not just to get you glory, but it is to give God glory. This This short portion of scripture shows us that God is on our side. It shows us that prayer is important. It shows us that persistent activity that is ground, grounded and rooted in God is important. But it also shows us that in the midst of our private life of prayer and in the midst of our public walk of faith, there's also an element of inspiration that we give to others because somebody, I assure you, is going through exactly what you are going through or something very similar. I assure you that somebody that is looking at you right now that has never spoken to you is in need of strength, in need of comfort, in need of seeing God work in this world. I assure you that you are not the only person with storms. You are not the only person with problems. And you being able to see the storm, to pray in the storm, and to walk as if the storm doesn't exist will inspire somebody else to seek after the strength that you have and in walking out our faith we then have the opportunity to say it is not because of me that that I can continue to walk it is not because of me that I believe that things will change but let me introduce you to this God that I serve this God that that is bigger than anything that I can ever face this God that that loves me in spite of me this God that does not condemn me to my sins of yesterday but has forgiven me and given me a new Future in Him. Let me let me show you the strength that that I have. Let me show you where I get my peace. Let me let let me let me show you how I spend time with God, and God spends time with me. It is this inspirational component that truly starts to turn the tide. It is is the thing that changes uh, the injustices of of this world. Because quite frankly, Doctor King didn't do it on his own. It was. Those individuals of all colors, of all creeds, of all denominational backgrounds, of all uh, uh, social economic status that, that saw the vision, that believed in, in, in the message, that believed in God, and that continued to walk in such a way that illustrated the faith that they had, and it is all of us that continue to fight for justice for the widow and for the orphan. It is all of us that continue to fight for justice for those wrongly accused. It is all of us that continue to fight for justice for the forgotten. It is all of us that need to make the time with God that we might have time with others and inspire, inspire people that we meet in due time to go forth and the promise and the vision and the mission of God. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.